Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. This is Tara. I've been taking voice back. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, <laughs> How's, how does that sound? <laughs> that sounds really, really good. Almost as good as my voice, I'm sure. Um, so I have this really long meeting I have to go to today, Tara, where I have to sit for five hours. I think I've told you about these. It's every Thursday. Anyways, and like every time I stop at Starbucks on my way and get like a massive cup of coffee because I'm going to be sitting for five hours and I need to be somewhat awake. And um, I just don't really love Starbucks coffee. So I was like this morning, I was like, maybe I'll stop at like another place. And so I don't know, like blue bottles kind of on the way. But the problem is with Blue Bottle, it's like, I can't really get a large enough strong cup of coffee. That's the problem. Like I can get a small strong cup of coffee, but I don't, so I literally was online Googling (laughs) this morning how to order a large strong cup of coffee at Blue Bottle. (laughs) You know what? No one had an answer. (laughs) So I, I was, I'm like a I go to Blue Bottle all the time. So I, when I started going to Blue Bottle, I would get an iced Americano and their green tea because they do make their green tea really strong if you get it iced. And I really like strong. Anyways, their coffee is like watered down the larger you get it. This is a true statement. Like you're totally right. And at some point I'm like, I feel, and by the way, I drink iced coffee when I do drink coffee and I put a lot of ice in it. But if it's a strong coffee, it never tastes watered down. It just maybe simmers it a little bit. But like, I wouldn't feel like I'm drinking water. But yeah, no, that I is know. a very true statement. And I don't think that you can get unless you get two smalls and make it a large. So I don't think you could. What I've done in the past is I'll get I'll get a um, I mean, you really have to get like a quintuple espresso, basically. <laughs> but I get like a I'll get like a a, a pour over because that's the only way they make freaking regular coffee. So I'll get like a pour over coffee and I'll add a shot of espresso. And at least that comes in like a 12 ounce, I don't know, maybe not 12 ounce, a larger cup. And so that's, it's, it's good, but the, the, it's still not strong enough. Like the, even the, with a shot of espresso and that drink alone with milk is like $11. Oh, so well, like, I, saying- I could, add like another sh- I could add two shots of espresso but then I'm spending like fifteen dollars for twenty five dollars for a for a, oh my god Kevin would get so mad at me he's like why are you going to blue bottle it's like seventy two dollars for your drink I stopped and going it is but I do go there and I'm gonna go there after this for their tea because they do really make a very good strong green iced tea if you guys out there like it. It's yeah, seven dollars like a hot drink. <laughs> It's $7 for an iced tea, but it's totally worth it. I mean, I really like, I like just like the cappuccino or a lot, sort of a lot, lattes are weak too, but like, I like just a cappuccino, but the problem is five hours of meetings, that'll be done in the first 35 seconds. So (laughs) not enough. How many more weeks there are these meetings? I think there's like four more weeks or three more weeks. It's eight weeks. Um, I can't go to two of the two of the Thursdays though, so I think this is my last one for a little while. Um, but 
Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode because, as we discussed, we've had some listener questions. <laughs> We're like, Dear Abby, these people are like writing into us. Um, and they want us to give our take on what we would do in these situations. There's two different listeners at two different situations. Um, and after, yeah, as we get through this, if, if anyone else has questions they want to send in, please DM either me or Tara on our Instagrams. Cause that's how you can best reach us. Tara is at Tara West fashion. And I don't know what I am. I think I'm at J Crave at 70 or something like that. Just, just DM Tara. Um, okay. So are you ready, Tara? Oh, I love this. I'm so ready. I love this. Okay. So question number one is um, from my friend in Atlanta who is struggling. She's a little bit older and she's struggling with thinning hair. And it's something that she's, you know, tried multiple different tacks. She's tried the drugs. She's tried the topicals. She even bought like a very attractive piece (laughs) to put on top. Um, and it's, but it's, it's thinning and she's very upset about it. It's really affecting her self-esteem and because she doesn't like her appearance and she finds her hair just thinning. So she's upset about it. And, but you know, like you got it, life sort of goes on. Anyway, she's been sharing this with one of her good friends, like this kind of struggle with her hair, with one of her good friends. And now what happens is her good friend, like every time she communicates with her, shares another resource. So here's, look, here's a shampoo for thinning hair. Oh, look, here's a new treatment. Oh, look. So it's like a constant barrage of thinning hair resources and advice. And my friend is like, doesn't know what to do because she's obviously like opened up to her friend about this. And obviously her friend is just trying to be nice, but my friend like does not want to be reminded on a daily or hourly basis of this issue that she doesn't feel great about. So what do you do? How do you handle that? Do you say something to your friend and say like, can you stop sending me hair thinning resources? Or do you just well, let it go? First of all, I have two, I'm gonna take break it up. The hair thinning process is, it's actually happening to me a little in the front of my hair. It's very sad when it starts to happen. It's like, whoa, am I losing my hair or what? But I did work with a place called, oh my God, Meditress. Meditress. Mm-hmm. And I, this is not me throwing a resource, but they are hair, women hair loss experts. That's all they do. That is their business. That is what they focus on. They help only women. Who are having we interviewed them actually we on did. our podcast. Yeah. And I have to say that that's going to literally the source. Like maybe instead of trying all these different things and recommending all these different things, find the source, a source like that. That way you go to the source and then they help you because that is what they specialize in instead of trying all these things. That's the first thing. The second thing is, from what I'm understanding is the, your friend is tired of getting the advice. Is that yes. what the problem is? Okay. 
Yeah. So and it's like because so so it's a reminder. Just so maybe stop talking about it with that person because she has, and the woman still keeps giving her advice. Yes. Maybe this is what I would do. <laughs> I would, in a very nice way, say, I so appreciate all of the advice that you've been giving me. I actually found this place or a resource that I'm going to invest my time in. And so I'll just let you know how it goes. But I just mm. started. So let me, I'll let you know how it goes. Because then you're kind of saying, I've taken care of the problem and you don't really need to ask me anymore because I'll let you know how it goes. Yep. I like that. You're kind of taking back control. So it's yeah. like, I've, I actually have a, a, a resource that trumps everything you're sending me <laughs> and I'll let you know how it goes. Just stop sending me stuff. So this is going to be a little therapy uh, thing that I learned when I was a therapist or that I taught is... Whenever you want to speak to somebody about their behavior, don't say you, say I. So if you come at somebody and say, when you do this, when you keep giving me advice, that right there is an um, invitation for an argument or that's a little negative, right? Because you are accusing them, even though you might not be, that's how they hear it. But when you come from an I statement, I really appreciate and I'm going to take care of this. That's a very different delivery and people hear it differently because they're not hearing you. It's coming from your place. I, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I don't know. What advice would you give or what advice did you give? I don't know what I would do. I, I like your suggestion. Um, I, if it were me, and I actually wasn't going to go find some other resource, I would probably just stop acknowledging the texts. Like if they're texts that are coming in with like this and this and this, I, w I wouldn't like them. I wouldn't da da da. I would still respond to any other text, but I would just stop like acknowledging those texts or emails. And then mm -hmm. eventually maybe the person would catch on. Right. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Let, you ready for number two? Absolutely. Okay. So the next one, I know you and I have both experienced this. Um, okay. So the next question is my other friend has, uh, is, you know, frequently will make arrangements with let's, okay. So let's call my friend, Anne. She makes arrangements with Susie to do something like go for coffee or, you know, or, you know, play tennis or whatever. So she has like, you know, outings with this other, with Susie. And what happens is they set up the time and the date. And then Susie is a perpetual late canceler or late rescheduler. So like an hour before they're supposed to meet, oops, I can't make it. I got a blood. Blah, 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 blah. And, I have to admit that I'm a little bit guilty of this. I don't think I'm perpetual, but I definitely am not quite as on top of like my schedule every single day. And so I, sometimes I'll get to the day and I'll be like, oh crap, I really can't do this. It's too much or whatever. Um, but is that so, but this behavior continues. It is consistent almost every single time. And what do you do? So what do you do? Do you, do you take the bull by the horns? 
do you say, do you tell, do you talk to Susie? Does Anne talk to Susie and say, Susie, I love you. You're a great friend, but you're always rescheduling at the last minute. So when you're really sure of when you want to go and do something, then you, you reach out to me. I don't know if that would really so, work. Okay. Well, <laughs> from somebody who is always early <laughs> and very scheduled, well, I mean, I too, Jill, I mean, I forget things on my schedule and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can't do that. But, you know, for the most part, I don't think that's who the people we are, right? I mean, that just happens. That's life. Yeah. When it's perpetual and it, and I wonder if this person does it with everybody in their life or just smooth. I think so. Oh. No, I think so. Okay. So it's just, a, it's a behavioral pattern that this person has. Well, yes. It's really hard to call somebody out on their behavioral patterns because, again, this is maybe just how they run. I personally, I, this is how I would handle it. It's affecting my life and it's screwing up my schedule. And, and maybe I really wanted to go play tennis and now I can't. And maybe I really wanted to go have coffee and now I have to go alone. I mean, these are, or I could have asked another friend. So mm -hmm. what I would do is I kind of would pull back and not really make plans anymore, even if I wanted, because I already know the outcome. So if it, this is the person's pattern, I probably would just accept that that's their pattern and probably just pull away and not make as many plans. Fine, you could say something to the effect, again, from an I statement, when, you know, I, I look so forward to spending time with you, and it seems as though sometimes you have to cancel right before, and that is hard for me because I, I really wanted to play tennis and now I couldn't play tennis. You know, you could do that. And I think this is something to think about too. Is it worth, number one, the relationship to have a conversation? Number two, is the person going to be receptive to that conversation? There are some people who really do not want to ever talk about anything about them negatively. It's hard for them mm -hmm. to see anything that they do in a negative light. So, and how important is this relationship for you? Because if it's okay for you to just pull away and not make plans all the time, that's a decision that you need to make. So before you have a conversation with that, like that with somebody, those are the two things that I would think about, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does make sense. I guess the question is, is the friendship, like if that's the only way you're going to be able to see the person and have, you know, like you're basically just not able to be friends with them, essentially. I mean, well, you could be friends with them, but. Yeah. But what you're saying is that's the only way I'm going to see them, but you don't see them because they're always canceling. So right. do you really, so here's the question. Do you really want to see me? Do you, but if this is the pattern they have in their life, it's just what they do to people. So I wouldn't personalize it too much, you know, but, but yeah. I would how does it make you feel it's, if it's messing up your life and your schedule then don't do it anymore yeah yep i like it good advice all right keep them coming i like this we could go on yeah. and on send in your questions, your questions. <laughs> thanks jill <laughs> thanks bye we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Pleated Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts. 